0: It's another day and I'm glad you're here. Welcome back to Iowa's Newsworthy Past. The following episode includes items published in the Guthriean in Guthrie Center, Iowa on Thursday, October 23rd, 1879. Holstein cattle. We noticed at the State Fair a considerable exhibition of this breed of cattle. This breed originates in the Duchy of Holstein, Holland. It is their native country that they take their name. The Holsteins have long been famous for their dairy qualities. Individual cows have been known to yield as high as 48 quarts of milk per day. The economical Dutch farmers would not cling so tenaciously to this breed of cattle if they were not a profitable variety. They not only are spoken of for their excellent dairy qualities, but they are large, sizable animals, and we should judge mild-tempered and kindly matured. They are not so smoothly built as the Durham's, Herefords, or Devon's, but have rather fine-formed horns, and are generally good size and appearance. They possess their own peculiar color marks, their general color being a deep black with patches of clear white. Their color distinguishes them from every other variety. Their size would indicate them to be well-suited for beef cattle and we should judge, taking the several purposes into consideration for which we raise cattle in this part of Iowa, this breed would be a valuable acquisition to our stock interests. We do not know of an individual of this variety in Guthrie County. Business called us to see Captain Seeley a few days ago We found him at work in his fine orchard gathering his crop of apples and a good fair crop it is. Years ago, the captain planted his trees, putting them 30 feet apart. Then the trees were tiny things and the spaces looked broad between them. Some told him that he had better put another tree in between those he had planted and each way of the row. He yielded to their advice only to regret it ever since. He has had to cut many of them out and must do more work with the axe, cutting down thrifty trees that if they now had ample room would be yielding paying crops of fruit. Many orchards in this country are spoiled by the trees being planted too close together. Apple trees should be planted not less than 30 feet apart. The result of the election in Guthrie County was quite satisfactory to the Republican voters of Cass, notwithstanding the vote to the contrary. The following conversation occurred on our streets after the news came in. Greenbacker to Democrat. How has the election gone? It's gone to hell. Is Miller elected? Yes. Is Harriet elected? The whole damn ticket is elected. The amount of sympathy that was exhibited was wonderful. Educational Department. 51 scholars have been enrolled at the county high school this term thus far. There are more than two months of school yet in the fall term of the county high school. If you are ready to enter, do so at once. Do not wait until the beginning of the winter term, but enter now. The tax levied for the support of the county high school during the coming year is a quarter of a mill. Find out exactly what your assessment is and see what it costs you to sustain the cause of higher education in Guthrie County. Give the county high school the support of your encouragement and hearty cooperation. Send your children there. The school is doing excellent work. It has entered on the beginning of a most prosperous and useful career. Help it along all you can. There are no colleges or schools of a high grade within a great many miles of Guthrie County. The county high school has no rival in this part of the state, and rightly sustained by the people of Guthrie County, it will soon be the acknowledged center of intelligence and education in this part of the state. Guthrie items. Greenbackers are still sick, and in 1880 they will be sicker. Samuel Stutz looks as though he had gained 12 pounds since the election. T.M. Coleman voted the white man's ticket, straight Republicans. Hooray for that other fellow, Charlie Crab came back into the old ranks and voted the white man's ticket. Some of the bloody greenbackers tried to slander and disgrace our beloved road grader by stealing it and hauling it around at 12 o'clock at night. Boys, you ought to be ashamed, you won't get to do it anymore. Henry Ross took it off and hid it. I guess some of our farmers boarders at twenty five cents per meal are not very profitable when they have to use when they have to sue to collect their money, and have jury trials and then get beat. This is rather uphill business. Reverend Kendall preached a splendid discourse to the children last Sunday. Martin and Kyle, has the largest stock of goods they have ever had or at least they make the best display. I think we have two as good dry goods stores as there is in the county. C.A. McCoy is crawling up gradually and sure. He has put in a few dry goods to accommodate his customers. Stray Notice Strayed away in July last, a sorrel mare, four years old, last spring, of small size a white strip in her face, hind feet white, the hind legs white above pasture joints, and one white forefoot. A liberal reward will be given for the mayor or for information where else may be found. Jass Stover, Guthrie Center, Iowa, October 23, 1879. Mr. W.H. Taylor removed his family to make their home in Panora for the present as he is now engaged in the wagon making business in our neighboring town. We hope they will enjoy life in Panora and return to this town in time to help us celebrate the arrival of the train on our new railroad. Recently, we enjoyed for a night the generous hospitality of T.M. Coleman Esquire, one of the pioneers of Guthrie County. Mr. Coleman came on to Beaver in the fall of 52. He then had $10, a team of horses and wagon, a good wife, and what household stuff they had brought with them from Indiana. His father and some of his brothers had come to Guthrie County the previous year, and before tea arrived, they had put up a lot of hay to supply themselves and the expected son and brother. Fire, however, swept over the prairie and those haystacks were in its pathway. And when Mr. Coleman arrived, the ashes left marked where those stacks had stood. There was an excellent market then in Guthrie County for everything that was raised. Everybody wanted to buy, but then very few had anything to sell, and Mr. Coleman could not see how he was to make it through the winter with just $10 and bring by a wagon from Des Moines the provisions necessary for his family. It was easier to take the family to Des Moines and earn the living there than it was to bring the living from Des Moines. So back to Des Moines they went and stayed until the following spring. Mr. Coleman earned his living that winter by buying timber on the ground where the state capitol buildings now stand, cutting it into rails, saw logs, cordwood, and so on, and hauling it to the west side of the river for a market. He returned to Guthrie County in the spring, traded a horse for 40 acres of land on Beaver, and began to make his now substantial farm and home. He worked to live and lived to work. That 40 has now grown into a broad farm of orchard, groves, and field. A large family has been reared and educated for industrious and honorable usefulness. The older sons are now settled on their own farms, farms that they have made through those years of financial pressure, and the history of the family proves that patient industry combined with the proper economy and the use of its earnings will always bring success. Petitions are now being circulated through several of the townships interested in our railroad for the call of the elections to vote tax. In this, the petitions have been circulated, and notices are out for the election. In Valley, Seely, and Baker Townships, the people will be asked to vote a 5% tax. This is the highest tax any township can vote under the law, and nothing less than a 5% tax is in those townships will raise the amount of money required to get the road. Sabbath, morning, the silence of the morning, was broken by the sad voice of the death knell carrying the sad intelligence to the people that one of their number had fallen a victim to the remorseless synth of death. About 3 o'clock a.m., Michael Lennart departed this life, aged 62 years, 6 months, and 4 days. His disease was dropsy of the heart.